Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we are absolutely thrilled to be bringing you this show today. Eye-opening, powerful, for me, on a very personal level, uh, sad. I'm actually very sad. Sad about what each and every one of us has to discover in our lives when we realize that the information that we're getting, information that can mean the difference between life and death, is not the information we expect. And what exactly am I talking about? Because, of course, you know what this show is about, real people, real situations, and real solutions. And everything we do on this show is to educate and inform each and every one of you listening so that you can live life full out, so that you can thrive. Now, what would you what would you think if you found out that the drugs that you're taking are not exactly like you thought they were? What if you found out that the information you were being provided wasn't exactly as accurate as you thought it was? But what if you found out that 50% uh, or more of the research that is done in pharmaceuticals is done by the actual pharmaceutical companies and so many other things. And that's what today's show is about because my guest is Kathleen Flattery Moscow. And we are talking about a film. The film is called Side Effects. Uh, and we are not just talking about the film Side Effects. We're talking about something that is going on in the pharmaceutical industry and beyond that we absolutely don't know about. And Kathleen Flattery Moscow is on a mission to educate everyone, all of us, about the level of deception and ethical oversight that forced her to quit her job as a drug sales rep for a big pharmaceutical and produce two more new, two movies. And I have to tell you about the two movies. When I first got these movies, I thought, okay, I'm going to look at these movies and I'm going to get ready for the film. What a mistake that was on my part. I looked at the movie Side Effects uh, and actually loved the story. It so reflected some of the decisions I've had to make in, my, make in my life. And then I watched the documentary. And I listened to people like Dr. Bob Goodman. And I listened to people like Dr. John Abramson. And so Kathleen's message today is to let each and every one of us know how the companies, the pharmaceutical companies, are more interested in the profits than they are to create safe drugs for us. Now, why is this important with what's going on with healthcare in our, in our country, with what's going on with the cost of pharmaceuticals? This is a very, very deep and important movie and conversation. And so let me welcome Kathleen Slattery Moscow to the show. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. You know, there are so many things that I could say, but I'm going to ask you a question that I ask everyone. Okay. And the everyone, doesn't matter who you are, you get this question. And it goes something like this. Here you are, very successful in the industry that you're in, and now you've embarked on taking a powerful message out into the world. Out of all that you've done and all that you plan to do, 
what are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? You know, I mean, obviously having spent 10 years as a drug rep um, and then deciding to make the films, what happened with, with side effects is that I had written the script and I had been a closet writer for years. Uh-huh. Um, and I had, after, when I walked away from the industry, I had this whole stack of notes of things that had happened, you know, at, at each day in my career as a rep. And uh, um, I, would, I was jotting down notes. Some of these things were funny. Some of them were shocking. And when I left the industry, finally, when I finally got the ovaries to pack up and walk away, I'm looking at this stack of notes, and I'm thinking, people need to know this. The, the general public absolutely needs to know what this looks like behind the scenes. Physicians need to know this information. So I sat down, and I wrote the script. Um, and I wanted the script to really show us a world that most people have not yet seen, and that is the behind-the-scenes look at the pharmaceutical industry. But I also as you mentioned, wanted to um, have that question of the film, that theme of that, the film of what we sell ourselves for every day, either on the individual level as the main character or on the corporate level as, as the um, pharmaceutical industry. But it was interesting because I finished the script. I was fortunate enough to get an agent in L.A., and he started shopping the ship the script around to the studios, and he kept coming back saying, I think we need to work with a rewriter and jazz this thing up for the studios. So with each... Um, I, I was like, okay, you're in L.A., I'm in Wisconsin, you know better than I do. So uh-huh. we sat down, and, and with each draft, the script kept getting more and more generic, and more, I was losing everything that I felt was so critical to show you know, the public and, and the world at large. And they were adding in car chases and just things that were completely sensationalistic. And at the end of the day, I just felt like if I put my name on this script, um, I'm going to be selling out all over again. And ah. like, so I decided to completely walk away from my agent and, and every opportunity with the, with the studios and decided right at that moment to make the film myself. And so when you ask what was the most challenging thing, I had no, I had, <laughs> this was all brand new to me. I had never prior to that moment considered making a film myself. I had been a writer. I had never considered being a director or producing a film or anything along those lines. But I felt just so compelled to get this this message on the screen so people could see it and make better choices um, that I just embarked on this journey and uh, away we went. Well, and, and again, you're faced with the question of, uh, you know, how much do you sell? How much do you sell out? I mean, where where do you actually take this? Do you go with sort of the, and this is the theme in the movie, and for those of you just tuning in, I'm here with uh, Kathleen Slattery Moscow, and we're talking about the film Side Effects, but we're talking about much more uh, because there's a documentary that is also very important. We're talking about how you get to face yourself at different points in your life. And when you look in the mirror, when you look, who do you see? Do you see someone that is absolutely aligned with integrity? Or do you see the countless times that you have made a decision to sell out for something material or something that you thought was going to get you the short track to wealth? And I think what you're talking about in this movie, you know, you know some of it, Kathleen, on the surface looks like, oh, these are easy decisions to make. Right. But I got the sense from the movie that some of the decisions the main character made, and of course you, from your story, were not so easy. Well, that's exactly right. I, you know, I'd say I got hired into the pharmaceutical industry when I was 23, fresh out of college, or you know, one year out of college, selling cellular phones. Um, I had a political science major, and um, I think for the first five years, it was just like, you know, they gave me this big fat paycheck, and they, you know, um, they just 
sent me off to do my job, and it all, you know, I just wasn't asking a lot of questions. I think, you know, but then throughout the course of your 20s, you start to grow up, you start to mature, you start to take a close look around you. And I'd say about five years in, I started to feel really uncomfortable. I was starting to tune into those moments that were very scary in terms of what we were told to say and what we were told not to say in terms of all the different parameters of whining and dining the physicians and and having all the prescribing information and all of the things that come with the territory and and that push, push, push to drive the number of prescriptions at all costs. I mean, my job was on the line, you know, month in and month out if I wasn't selling enough of my pills. And it really, I mean, so I'd say about five years in, I started to feel, you know, really uncomfortable with what I was doing. But the thing that's really hard for me to admit, even to this day after everything is said and done, is that I stayed for 10. It took me another five years because every time I was just sick enough about the situation to walk away, I'd get a big fat raise or a new company car, and I'd find myself rationalizing and using their own PR all the reasons to stay. But what would we do without the benevolence of the pharmaceutical industry? And my job is so important because I educate doctors. And to be honest with you, that was just a line of BS. I mean, I think I was just, like I said, rationalizing, trying to justify why I was staying. And then finally at 10 years, I, I could not look at myself in the mirror anymore. And that's when I finally just said, I don't care if I have to flip burgers for a living. I have to get out of this. Well, what's really interesting about what you've done is you essentially kept a journal. I mean, in my language, uh, what you've done is you've kept a journal of what a day in the life of a pharmaceutical rep. Right. And, you know, out of that, you also had to make the decision of what do I do with this information? Because it could have been nothing more than let me pile this in my journal and look back at it when I'm sitting in the rocking chair and thinking about what life was like when I was a pharmaceutical rep. But you didn't do that. Well, and again, it was just a little overwhelming to me when I finally left and I'm looking at all of these notes and I'm thinking, I think there was that growing realization too throughout the 10 years that how few people in the general public really understood how drugs came to the market or how they were marketed or what drug reps did and and really how few physicians that I was calling on really understood the behind the scenes information, that I was a political science major and had no business educating them on which drugs to use in their practice that, you know, I mean, there was all those moments and that growing realization that people really don't know that I think that was the critical juncture for me, that it was like, I do know and I need to share this. And it was the decision to make that first film as a fiction film, you know, it was one of those decisions where I I do get that question a lot, why fiction with side effects and why, you know, a comedy or romantic comedy of sorts. But I, I felt like I'm sitting here with this information and I know that we're, you know, bombarded these days with the headlines with Vioxx and everything else. And I know that there are some great academic books out on this topic and, and some documentaries and some documentaries coming down the line. But I felt like there's still whole groups of people that just won't sit down and watch a documentary. You're absolutely or right. Or won't seek out an academic book. But they'll sit down and they'll watch, they'll watch a movie and they'll watch Catherine Heigl from Grey's Anatomy on the screen, light up the screen. And I thought if I could entertain and educate people at the same time, I can reach a broader audience. Well, and- Let's talk about that when we come back because one of the things I want to talk about is how my experience was, and you're absolutely right about how people respond to this. I'm Dr. Pat. We're going to take a short break here. When we come back, more with Kathleen Slattery Moscow and the movie Side Effects and much more. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. 
the authority in Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. June is busting out all over, and so is the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. Now, live coast to coast, we are thrilled to be announcing all of the ways that you can join our thriving community of listeners. Whether you are a daytime listener, drive-time listener, or internet listener, there is something here for everyone. Our new website has 24-7 listening, podcasting, live thrive chat, and the latest on national and local events. Oh, and don't forget our library of resources to connect you with products and services that support positive change, honors the dignity of the human spirit, and is committed to healing the planet. For more information and to listen online, go to www.drpatworldwide.com. That's www.drpatworldwide.com and tap in to your unlimited possibilities. Within each of us is a call to greater life. Now, Mary Manon Morrissey, minister, author, and teacher, helps you discover your own greater life in a brand new interactive radio show. Introducing Life Solutions with Mary Manon Morrissey. Real people, real problems, real solutions. Life Solutions Radio, Mondays at 5 p.m., part of the Dr. Pat family. The Sacred Romance is a new CD produced by Ava and Dennis. This music is straight from the heart and celebrates the light within us all. This music provides a welcome haven for the soul in these troubling times. To receive the CD or see Ava and Dennis live, visit www.thesacredromance.com or call them at 888 62 Dream. You're invited to attend American Pacific University's Clinical Hypnotherapy Seminar August 11th through the 13th in Seattle for 40% off. Hypnosis is a scientifically verified and effective technique to help us change our lives. You'll learn how to guide yourself and others to lose weight, quit smoking, and be free of physical pain. Fascinating discussions, informative demonstrations, and interactive exercises will let you use hypnosis after only one weekend. Call 1-800-63-HYPNO or go to Ampat. Edu to learn more. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. And we want to thank you all for listening because it is from your listenership that you have enabled us to really take this show out into the world. 
Uh, for more information about the many, many places that you can listen to the Dr. Pat Show, go to the website, www.thedrpatshow.com. And like Voice America, we are putting up a new website. So a lot of exciting things going on, including the fact that we are doing 12 hours of live radio now and are heard on the Internet right here on the Leader in Internet Talk Radio, as well as Seattle, Florida, Boston, Chicago, New York, and California. And so we want to thank you all for helping us expand and grow. And it's because of people like Kathleen Slattery Moscow that this show has grown because this is about helping each and every one of you live life full out. And you cannot do that without having information. And Kathleen, you know, one of the things we talked about during the break was the movie itself and the documentary and how they go hand in hand. And uh, before we get into the conversation, I I would love for you to please give out information websites so folks know where they can go to buy the movie. Sure. With Side Effects, um, it's available through our website at sideeffectsthemovie.com, and they can also look at clips from the films there. Both films are actually available through that site at sideeffectsthemovie.com, and then um, Side Effects is also available through Amazon and Borders and Circuit City, but the documentary they'll have to um, get exclusively through our website or through Amazon. Now, the documentary is called Money Talks, Profits Before Patient Safety. Right. And I want to tell you that... For me, I had to watch that film over and over and over and over again for two reasons. One, because I was just blown away at the first time I saw it and listened to some of the amazing people, Bob, Dr. Bob Goodman uh, from Columbia, uh, John Abramson from, uh, um, well, actually, he's written the book, I believe, uh, Overdosed, Overdosed, uh, Overdosed America. And then, uh, then you have, of course, uh, Dr. Jer- uh, Jerome Hoffman from UCLA and so forth. And this goes on and on and on. I, initially listening to this and listening to what they had to say, it was like, okay, yeah. And then I realized, wait a minute, I've got to watch this film again. Did I really believe what I just heard? Is this really true? And I heard things like, for every four doctors, there's one pharmaceutical rep. Is that is that true? There is an army. It's so funny because I think when when people think about pharmaceutical reps, they might think of those nice-looking people sitting in their doctor's offices with a box of donuts, you know, when they come in. Yeah, oh, always getting a, in ahead of us. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yeah, but what people, I don't, I think it's 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 really mind-boggling when people think about the fact that there is a sea of between ninety and a hundred thousand of these reps out there calling on physicians and you know when you really think about the nut the the amount of money that is spent on these reps and the direct physician promotions and the qualifications of these reps i think it hits you you know it's one of the components um that really hits you full in the face that um my goodness um when we're talking about how much our drugs cost um, this is a lot of what this money is going to pay for, these reps and for the beautiful ads that we're seeing on television and, and so much more. Well, and one of the things I want to point to is that uh, we're, we're not saying that the people that uh, step up into these jobs uh, really step up into them fully knowing what is going on. I don't get that from the movie. I don't get that from Kathleen's um, performance in the movie, uh, Catherine's performance in the movie. And what I want to say about that is, in your experience, 
when you stepped up to do that job, I mean, were you as innocent-looking as Catherine was during the film? I was 23. I was fresh. I was fresh. I, like I said, I was a political science major. I had no science background whatsoever. And in fact, in college, I avoided science like the plague. I think, I think it truly was like a geography class I had to take to fulfill my like four credits of science. So, you know, when they originally approached me about this job, I, I said, I said, I said, I, I, I have no science background. They said, oh, they can teach you all that. They're just looking for someone with sales experience. And away I went. I mean, they taught me, they, you know, we, they, they taught me how to say the big words. They, and the, the beauty of it, for the, the beauty of the situation for the pharmaceutical industry is I had no basis or background to question anything they told me. They just told me what to say, and I went out and said it. And because I often get asked, well, why don't they hire more nurses and pharmacists and people with an actual oh. science background? And I used to think, well, it would cost them more because obviously there's a shortage of nurses and pharmacists, but that's really not the case. I feel like people with a science background would be asking more questions, would be questioning them more on how these drugs are positioned to the physicians and the type of information that's being told and skewed and the type of information, safety information, that's not being told, such as the cardiovascular situation with the Viac situation. So it's, you know, it, again, I was one of a sea of 90 to 100,000 people out there educating your doctors on what drugs to prescribe. And most of my fellow reps were history majors, music majors, drama majors, and there was this inside joke that we were a of, of Ken and Barbies. You know, we were hired for anything but our science background and our ability to objectively educate the doctors. And, and so that's what's really clear about this. I mean, I don't want to come off at this, you know, with this interview saying that, you know, you stepped into this position uh, and, and really was aware. I mean, the fact that you're out there and you're taking this message out into the world is because we don't know what's going on. We absolutely do not know what's going on. I'll share a story um, in the in the next segment. But before I do that, I want to ask you about the cast. I mean, how did you start to go out and say, wait a minute, I'm going to make a movie, and, you know, now I'm going to make a movie that uh, I, I need to get a cast, I need to get people. How did you actually get out there and get Catherine to uh, be part of this movie? Well, when you do an independent film, it's really important to, to, to um to land at least one named talent, and I hired a casting director in L.A. who had worked with Catherine before, and she was the one who recommended her and said, I think this, this gal is perfect for the role, and she's just on the verge of a major breakout. And so we contacted her agent, overnighted her the script, and she loved the script. I think we signed her with, like, in 48 hours, and although she was a big part of our very little budget, it still was a huge pay cut for her. So we feel very fortunate because this, she, again, she just knocked my socks off in, in this role and, and, like I said, lights up the screen. Well, what's interesting is, uh, and, and, and we should let people know about Catherine and who she is, if folks are not familiar uh, with her role on Grey's Anatomy, why don't we give a little information about Catherine? Sure. She, um, right after we got done, she had already been cast on Grey's Anatomy, but at that time we, nobody knew if it was just going to be some little pilot that took right. off or whatever. And obviously, right after we got done shooting side effects, they went into season one shooting for Grey's Anatomy. And she's one of the lead cast. She plays Izzy, the blonde, on Grey's Anatomy. And um, and obviously that show has just exploded, and now she is she is one of the hottest things in Hollywood. She's shooting. She just got done shooting a film for Universal. That's the Universal Pictures. That's the follow up to Forty Year Old Virgin. She's landing some major major roles. So again, we feel 
very fortunate that we got her when we did and that she just delivered such an incredible performance because now the world is developing this love affair with her. Well, it's hard not to. Anyone that's watched uh, Grey's Anatomy, of course, we're sitting on the edge of our seats to right. see what's going to happen uh, when we come back with that. Uh, but she is a presence on the screen. She is a very powerful presence. And not just in Grey's Anatomy, because in Grey's Anatomy, she had to hold her own with right. that cast. Right. But in this film, um, she also has to move between the challenge of living a life having a love relationship, looking at, you know, the side of the of the fence that talks about the ethical side, being in touch with nature, being involved in a wonderful relationship, and then looking at the other side, you know, the fast pace, the new car, uh, the new clothes, all of that going on, and how she struggles with her own uh, her own uh, identity in this film. And I got the sense that was you. You know, certainly that struggle, I mean, it's not an autobiographical film, you know, but it is, there is a lot of my struggle or my journey in that film, and Catherine just did an amazing job portraying that. I think the other thing that blew me away about her is the film, obviously, she, um, she's such, she has such range, her ability to go from the comedy components, the very funny aspects of a day in the life of a rep, and then that, that very, those, the, the dramatic components of the, those ethical challenges. I thought her range and her ability to go from that very physically comedic acting to that very um, dramatic, dramatic and, and angst-filled acting was just amazing. And I think that's the, the aspect that really just blew us away. Absolutely. And of those of you just tuning in and listening to the show, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with Kathleen Slattery Moscow. And Kathleen is the writer and the director. You're the producer of the film. Writer, director. And writer, director, and producer of the film, uh, Side Effects. And for more information about this, www.sideeffectsthemovie.com. When we come back, we're going to share some real information with you, so things that you need to know about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. NCD, a new oral detoxification product that reduces the effects of environmental toxicity and can help millions across the globe. Natural Cellular Defense is an effective oral detoxifier, a tool in the fight against toxicity. Join our Copious Health team to raise awareness about environmental toxicity and this safe new product. Go to copioushealth.com or call 206-423-6596. That's 206-423-6596. Copioushealth.com. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul, but right now I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhanson.com, and if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it, and now it's here. The book, In 
Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leaves the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call me at 206-523-5522. 206-523-5522. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES, Authenticity, Choices, Empowerment, and Success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, everyone. I am Dr. Pat Basile. This is the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about the show, um, you can go to the website, www.thedrpatshow.com. Pretty soon we're going to be bringing our Gift a Day program to Voice America. I know you're going to be jazzed about that. Uh, that's where we give uh, one gift at least a day to one of our listeners that call in. Today I'm here with Kathleen Slattery Moscow, and we are talking about what is going on in the pharmaceutical industry. But more importantly, uh, Kathleen, one of the things that I got by watching the film, of course, Side Effects, and then the documentary, was this is really a call to action. And in order for us to instill that in the people that are listening, I think it's really important to share some of the information that is revealed uh, both in side effects and in the documentary. Absolutely. Uh, let's start by asking this question. How has this film been received by the pharmaceutical industry? The question I guess I want to ask is, have they even watched it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, been, it's funny. It's been a really mixed bag of response. I sat on that script for a long time, and even when my agent um, came on board and started shopping it to the studios, I was very selective over who um, he could show it to because I had worked for the industry for years, and I knew what deep pockets they had, and I yeah. knew that there was the potential that they could come in and try and shut me down legally or otherwise. And then... It, Interestingly enough, even when we were shooting the film, my attorney would only let the top, like, five cast members read the whole script um, for those same purposes because, again, I, we had no resources to fight back had they tried, you know, to, to do anything about it. So we were very cautious in that department. Um, that said, the initial reaction when all when we opened the film worldwide at the Cinequest Film Festival in San Jose back in um, last spring, and that's when everything exploded in the press. And uh, the the... the 
the press coverage, the journalists were, you know, um, going back to the pharmaceutical industry and asking the Manufacturers Association what they thought of the film and, and all that sort of thing. And I, th- their reaction will, was, well, obviously, Ms. Flattery Moscow's film is fiction, and we hire lots of nurses and pharmacists to do these jobs. And, you know, it was this very, it was, and that was their, their consistent response over and over. And, I, and I've never said anything other than that. I, it is a fiction film. It just happens to be very <laughs> closely based on my 10 years selling drugs for the industry. And like I said, yes, you'll find an occasional nurse or pharmacist doing this job, but the vast majority of us had no no business telling doctors about these drugs because we had no science background. I could get in over my head in a heartbeat in a conversation with a doctor about these drugs um, or about the disease states. But um, so so anyway, um, I'm sorry. You're you're. I've, well, that's the pharmaceutical. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. and I love your strategy because you're absolutely right. I mean, you know what one of the responses was in my family to someone uh, that was watching this? This is really, and, and we'll talk about the details of what we're talking about, but I, I think when we looked at this and, you know, my family started to gather around and watch the film, and they were just kind of standing there. They wouldn't move. It's not like they came in and they sat down and they said, I'm going to watch this with you. They were just staring at the screen, and they were watching the documentary, and they were listening to uh, Dr. Bob Goodman talk about the $20 billion that is spent on marketing. What caught their attention was the conversation about the research. Right. And that, to us, was scary, and, and, and it scares a lot of people. And so... They really made this movie in their minds. They really um, compared it to Silkwood, the movie that that came out about the nuclear plants and how you put your life in jeopardy when you go up against big pharmaceuticals or anyone. I mean, I'm not saying that that's true, but I'm saying when the people in my home that looked at this said, Wow, how is, you know, the director doing today? <laughs> I mean, that's joking, but not really. You know, well, it's interesting. I, I try not, I, I allude to that a moment in the film, as you probably saw. Inside I saw film. that. And it was, that moment I wanted to leave um, a little bit ambiguous. Is this a real threat or is it in her head? <laughs> you know, because I, I, I try to not. I try not to let my mind go there too often because right. otherwise I will be paralyzed by fear. And if I, I just have to forge forward with this information because the other aspect of it is I'm, all I'm doing really is holding up a mirror. I'm not sensational, you know, I'm not sensationalizing anything and I know it has to be unbelievably uncomfortable for them because it is just a mirror with both the film and the documentary. It's just information that's showing it and telling it like it is. And I'm sure that's uncomfortable, but um, I'm not sensationalizing. And, and like I said, if I, try, if I think too long about the ramifications to me personally, I, I would be shut down. Oh, I wouldn't be doing the radio. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I just don't let my mind go there, and I just forge on because I know this is critically important for people to know, and it can make the, mean the difference between life and death for people having this kind of information and making better choices about the pills they're putting in their bodies. Well, let's talk about the information because uh, so one of the things that uh, Dr. Abramson said in the film was they talked about the FDA. Right. And they talked about the fact that it takes the FDA four to six months to respond to, uh, you know, in order to shut advertising down that doesn't truly reflect 
what's going on. But there's so many things to talk about. I'd love to ask you to share some of the information that is revealed in the documentary. Well, I think the thing that's really important for people to understand with the FDA, the FDA was created to be a watchdog um, for the American public, to be a safety net um, against, you know, um, various food and and drug, um, unsafe food and drugs. And they're supposed to be again, a watchdog for us, the public. And unfortunately, throughout the years, due to different things that have happened, I'd say it was back in the 80s when the AIDS drugs um, were coming to the market, and those drugs needed to get to the market quickly. Um, The FDA created a fast-track program where it allowed the pharmaceutical industry to pay a fee to, uh, to the FDA to get these drugs to the market quicker. And that was great for that scenario. However, that scenario has remained in place. So now you have a financial relationship between the FDA and the pharmaceutical industry. So you have jobs and positions and and funding of the FDA controlled, you know, in part by the pharmaceutical industry. So that creates an inherent conflict of interest. So when all, you know, so when as the FDA is reviewing the drugs that are going to come to market and deciding which ones to pull off the market, they know that these drugs mean billions of dollars dollars to the, the very industry that's funding the FDA. So this, we have to know, we have to know that there is this conflict of interest. And we, in fact, I mean, there was some great coverage on CBS this last weekend with Dr. David Graham, who's a whistleblower from within the FDA. He's the one, the first one to come forward from within the FDA and say, there is a problem with Vioxx and we need to be paying attention. And, you know, and, and he speaks very um, candidly about the, the problems with the F, in the FDA and the fact that the FDA is beholden to the pharmaceutical industry. And, you know, it's, it's gone as far to say that people should, whenever a new drug comes out, you know, on CBS News, I'm trying to think of who they were interviewing came forward and said the american public should should really think twice three times, four times before using any new drug that comes to market. Give it two years or more and see how the safety information pans out because right now we can't trust that the approval process is is an unbiased approval process. Well, what was revealed in the movie, I think it was uh, Ms. Lenzer that revealed it, uh, she revealed that the FDA does not report all the, of the debts, the, the debts that it knows about. I mean, that actually blew me away. Yeah, there's there's various loopholes that create um, trade secret um, that that, that um, different information can be classified as trade secret. So so sometimes when the, the FDA has the information, it doesn't become public. And there's you know they're they're working on legislation right now to change that. So this is an important issue. I know Senator Grassley is actually looking at uh, legislation to make sure that there's full disclosure about this information. The other piece of that pie, though, is the pharmaceutical company itself who's submitting the information to the FDA is not required to submit all the information about the drug. So let's say they're required to submit two studies showing that the drug is effective, meaning meaning basically it's better than nothing, it's better than placebo. So they are required to submit two studies. Well, it might have taken them five studies to find two that actually showed that it was effective, and the other two studies or three studies might have had serious issues with safety issues, but they're not required to submit those. So this is all the type of information that is withheld from us, the general public, and oftentimes the physicians who have to make the choices over which drugs to prescribe. The physicians right now do not have access to unbiased, objective information to make the best 
prescribing choices for you, the public. You know, as a researcher, and I have to tell you, I'm an award-winning researcher in the field of uh, organizational psychology. I was, this was appalling to me, to listen to the information about what is withheld, what is not shared. But I have to tell you, the one thing that absolutely had me, I had to rewind this to hear this part of the film, was the fact that we are getting studies made on these drugs. The studies are, are being done, uh, and, and the results are not even written by the people that do the studies. And one of the comments that was made is you can hire a doctor to be sort of the ghost writer that signs the study but doesn't really have much to do with the study just to put his or her name to give it credibility. Absolutely. That's unheard of. That's unheard of, Kathleen. And these are in the, my world. Yeah, and these are these particular studies are some of the ones we're finding in the the biggest medical journals in the country. And those studies, those very studies that um, there's this, again another conflict of interest because it used to be that most of the research was done in more of a university um, setting. Right. And now a lot of that research has been pulled out of the universities and goes to private companies called clinical research centers. Those clinical research centers are hired directly by the company that wants to market the drug. So, there again, there's this conflict of interest where the clinical research center better darn well deliver the results that that company wants if they want to do more business. So the whole, at every layer here, there is this influence. There, is these, there are these financial ties that, in the end, make us really need to question and be concerned about the, the drugs that are out there on the market today. And, again, we are seeing that play out with Biax, and we are seeing people have very harmful results um, from these drugs. And, I'm, again, I'm not screaming down with the industry. I'm not saying there's never a place for prescription medication. I'm a pretty reasonable person. But as someone who has been on the inside, I am here to just tell you that there, there are things that are seriously broken with the, with the system, and they can be harmful to us, the public. And they need to be changed. And the only way this is going to be changed is if each and every one of us take the time to find out more and check this out. I mean, you, all, I'm, all I'm saying for those of you listening to this show, make your own decision about this. But one of the things you're going to want to do is check out both the movie Side Effects and the documentary, www.sideeffectsthemovie.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, this is really a call to action, and we're going to let you know why. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call now, 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's right, 1-866-NO-BLOAT, and discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. Hi, I'm Marianne Williamson. I very much enjoy doing Dr. Pat's radio show. I think she's holding a great conversation, and I hope you'll listen. 
June is busting out all over, and so is the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, taught radio to thrive by. Now, live coast to coast, we are thrilled to be announcing all of the ways that you can join our thriving community of listeners. Whether you are a daytime listener, drive-time listener, or internet listener, there is something here for everyone. Our new website has 24-7 listening, podcasting, live thrive chat, and the latest on national and local events. Oh, and don't forget our library of resources to connect you with products and services that support positive change, honors the dignity of the human spirit, and is committed to healing the planet. For more information and to listen online, go to www.drpatworldwide.com. That's www.drpatworldwide.com and tap in to your unlimited possibilities. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining us today on a very, very important topic. I'm here with filmmaker Kathleen Slattery Moscow, and she is on a mission to educate the masses about the level of deception and ethical oversight uh, that forced her to quit her job as a uh, drug sales rep. And we've been talking about many things uh, here on the show today, Kathleen, and what I want to talk about now is this call to action, why this is important for people to pay attention and ask questions. Because me, the whole idea, the whole disclosure with Vioxx, even after finding out from my orthopedic doctor that this was not the best thing for me, that there were some serious problems with it, it was hard for me to get beyond that and say, wow, I better be careful. Because the advertising, the marketing was so seductive for it, for the drug. It was seductive. I mean, I think it was Dorothy Hamill was the spokesperson. There's a, there's a whole generation who had a love affair with this woman, and they see her skating around on the ring. And, boy, if Dor- Dorothy's having aches and pains and Viax is good for her, well, then it's good for me, too. You know, and it's, 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 when you say it out loud, it sounds kind of silly, but that, that advertising campaign drove unbelievable levels of prescriptions for that drug. People were marching into their doctor's offices and not even asking for it, but in many cases demanding it and saying, if you don't give it to me, I'm going to go elsewhere. So again, it's really tuning into the advertising and knowing that this hits us on a very subjective level. They're not selling us necessarily a pill. They're selling us a lifestyle. And they're, they're, they're reaching us on this very emotional level and they know we're a quick fix society and that we, you know, that if we're having a problem, it's so much easier to just reach for a pill to fix it than to look at alternative options. And um, I, I'm really glad that you brought, brought that up because the, the advertising and the marketing is so good. And they, they do it. They spend millions on these beautiful drug ads because they generate billions in terms of sales. Well, let's talk about the seduction because it isn't just with the consumer. Uh, the seduction is also there for the doctors. And oh, I was absolutely. blown away. Oh, I, I mean, I can't even begin to talk about what was revealed in this film. All sorts of gifts the doctors gets uh, to get for these these free samples that you know cost you an un, 
extraordinary amount of money and all of the gifts that are being exchanged. What is that about? Well, again, the, the pharmaceutical industry only spends its money on things that work, and by work I mean things that drive prescriptions. So, again, you've got an army of ninety to 100,000 sales reps out there right now, you know, each bringing in the best food or taking the doctors and the staff to the best restaurants and bringing in lots of goodies and, you know, all the free samples. And samples are another area that, you know, boy, I, I think the, the, the public is pretty deceived by it. It looks like an, an act of benevolence by the industry, but it is not. I, as a rep, was evaluated by how many samples I could push through my territory. And if I wasn't pushing enough, my job was at risk because free samples translate into prescriptions, and a lot of these prescriptions are for chronic lifelong diseases. So it makes darn good sense to give away a week's worth of samples if that, that patient is going to in turn now be on that drug for a lifetime. And people need to know that samples fall into the marketing budget. But, yeah, it was it was the constant whining and dining and trying to find ways to get to the physicians. And we actually had personality profile training um, over and over again with, when I was within the industry so that we could profile each of our doctors, their personalities, and find the marketing tactic that worked best for them. So if they're a social person, they would respond more to a dinner out. If they were more academic in nature, we would bring in a heavy hitter paid speaker, you know, to, to talk about the academics of the drug. or whatever. But again, that was paid by the company, so there was this conflict of interest. So whatever worked for that physician is, is how we got to them. And we had the numbers. I got the, the prescriber reports every week. So I could see if I took a doctor to this fancy restaurant this week, I could check the next week to see if that increased hit that person's, you know, prescribing. And almost invariably it did. And I know that doctors don't like to hear that because I, they're good people and they, they don't want to believe that this stuff affects them. But we know differently. We have the numbers and the industry wouldn't be spending that money if it wasn't driving sales. Well, I think it was Dr. Bob Goodman that said in the documentary that doctors are selling themselves for a cup of coffee. <laughs> because I mean, it's what he said. You'd have these, these stop by Starbucks and get a free latte on your way into the office, and I'll give you my pitch. I mean, that was what that program was all about, you know. So the doctors would pull into Starbucks. You'd buy them their latte for the day and give them their pitch. And, and his point was so, I mean, it was so dead on that, that doctors would sell themselves so cheaply for, as for a cup of coffee. And, I, again, I hate to put it out there like that because I do have tremendous respect for physicians, but but this this is what it looks like. This is how it's happening, and people and doctors need to take a close look at this. I don't think that we're, we're showing disrespect for doctors, uh, but what we're saying is if there is a doctor that is really being taken by the, the materialistic things that are being presented to them uh, in exchange for the lives of people, then I think that they need to be held to the highest standard there is. And that is really not, uh, you know, slamming a doctor. That is saying what you are doing by not paying attention of what's coming in, by not paying attention of what's truly happening with, with the drugs that you prescribe, you are not upholding the vow that you took as a doctor to do no harm. Well, and it's interesting because as we took side effects to theaters across the country this past year, we also, I also went into the different medical schools across the country, and we often would screen the film and the documentary. And it, the, the films, even within the medical community, just generated this unbelievably enthusiastic you know, question and answer period where, where by seeing it on the screen, it for the first time hit so many of them. Students and faculty were just like, oh my gosh. I mean, because it's just, uh, it hits you in the face like this is what this is and this is what this looks like and what in the heck are we doing? 
Well, and that is the question. And, for, you know, as, as we wrap up this hour, I want to thank you, Kathleen uh, Slattery Moscow, for joining the show today. Uh, and I want to make sure that everyone out there knows where to find out more about the film, uh, how to get a copy of the DVD. Uh, it's really simple. Go to www.sideeffectsthemovie.com. Uh, check out the story. And you make your own decision. Uh, and, and you decide what, what it is you want to do. In the case of Vioxx, we all know what that story was about. And in my own case, the bottom line was, even after finding out about the drug, I still didn't believe that that was true. I still didn't believe that that drug could harm me in that way and continued to take it. The good news, as I said before, is that they, we really discovered what was going on with Vioxx, and you know now the story is history. However, we knew about Vioxx in the year 2000, didn't we? Yeah, and that's the scary part. This isn't about a drug coming to market and then over time discovering their side effects. It's about information that was known and withheld from both the prescribers and the general public. And that, you know, we uh, they took away our right, our right as doctors and and, and consumers to to make that choice for ourselves and whether to take that risk with Vioxx. Well, Jean Lenzer says in her uh, segment, and she is an investigator, she's an investigator, she's a medical journalist, she said the reputation of drug companies is that of the tobacco industry, but will not be able to get out the truth without advocacy groups. And she goes on to say lives could have been saved with Vioxx had we been given the information that already exists. So this really is a call for each and every one of us to step up. A comment was made to me earlier um, by one of my friends when I was talking about this, uh, because there are so many drugs out there now, especially for if you look at the autoimmune diseases that are that are out there now and some of the drugs that are being prescribed for, like, arthritis. Uh, there is not a lot of information unless you really go ask and find out for sure. But what this is really a call for, Kathleen, isn't it a call for each and every person to step up, find information, and really put this conversation to the test right in front of the doctors, right in front of the industry? Absolutely, to just stop and think and start asking more questions instead of just reaching for those pills and popping those pills in our mouth. We have to stop and think, and there are there's websites out there like crbestbuy.com, which is a place that people can go to find objective information about the various classes of medication. So there are there is information out there. And for for those of you um, tuning in, we're going to be posting some of these websites. Uh, Bob Goodman has a website, uh, nofreelunch.com. And then, uh, of course, uh, you know, there are more information. Uh, Alex Sugarman has a website. uh, uh, And and we're going to have all of this information posted so that you can uh, make sure that you're making the right decision. Thank you so much, Kathleen Flattery Moscow. And, again, more information about the movie, www.com. SideEffectsTheMovie.com. You can also get the documentary there, Money Talks, Profits Before Patient Safety. Again, Kathleen, thank you for your work. Thank you all for listening. Have a great, great week, and we'll see you next year, next week on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.